2: And welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos. And me,
0: Matt Richardson,
2: get to learn all about the world of sport. On this week's episode, we discuss Wayne Rooney's condemnation.
0: How did he condemn them? Did he say on Instagram it's dot 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 dot? Millwall Formula One conspiracies
2: I think that's very plausible it's like an episode of Scooby Doo
0: (laughs) (laughs) and Logan Paul privileged young white man gets given loads of money thinks he can do anything has decided to box Floyd Mayweather
2: now just before we get going sports virgins we did have some technical issues this week so we do apologise for any weird sounding gremlins throughout this episode as clearly sports virgins unlike regular virgins struggle with tech Welcome back, sports virgins. Um, can I just apologise, because I am aware that I haven't yet sent you a video of me nutmegging, which I did promise I was going to do in the last episode. But, turns out, nutmegging's really hard.
0: So, it what, what, is, if you attempted- No, no, no. Is, is it hard, or is it hard for people like us?
2: <laughs> well, you know, it's having the opportunity where there's something on the street to kick through someone's legs, or, like, having a ball that's available... Um, you know, I know I said I was going to try and nutmeg my boyfriend, but the opportunity just hasn't arisen. But I'm still, I'm still focused on it. We'll get there. But ha- has there been progress. a moment
1: where you nearly went for it, and what was that thing?
2: Um, I thought about it when I was walking up the street, and there was a lad in front of me, and there was some litter on the floor. And I thought I'm going to tr- attempt it, and then I got no. I, I, bo- I bottled it basically. You've got you got to have some real, you've got to have some minerals, haven't you? So I ended up picking the litter up instead and putting it in the bin. So, um, n- not quite pink, but
0: mum. That is from you, isn't
2: there. it? Isn't it? So oh, I just no, I'll just pick it up. So yeah, I think well, well, was, I'll 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 work on it. You know, I think you've got to be quite brave because the problem is if you kick a can and it hits someone's feet. Then you've got a tricky situation, and you can't see the person in front. You don't really know, like, yeah, how they're going to react.
0: It's meant to be humiliating, so you don't want to humiliate a stranger, do you? Yeah, not then, really. Feel the consequences of that.
2: <laughs> I feel like people are going through enough at the moment to be nutmegged by a stranger. <laughs> so that might, that might yeah.
1: be the moment to tip someone over the edge in twenty twenty.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Bide your time and uh, get your boyfriends. You, the, the time will be right one day and you'll go for it and it'll be the best thing you've ever done.
2: Yeah, well, I think also <laughs> he'll. <laughs>
0: best
1: I think thing he, she's
0: ever done.
2: He listens to this podcast now, so I, he'll be hyper aware that he's going to get knocked oh, out at any okay, given point. Right. So I feel like he's unaware. But so maybe if I'll, you know, like you say, bide your time, the next few weeks is going yeah. to happen. It'll
1: be even better if he's aware of it.
2: Exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, any other sporting endeavors? occurred this week Matt have you got stuck into anything or managed to avoid a lot
1: oh
0: my I mean you know what it's been wall to wall sport for me this week it's been lockdown's over you're allowed back to the football and I thought thank bloody god because you know what was I what was I doing before just sat at home not watching the football live so now I'm I'm at the football I'm doing all the chants Um, I tried my new one about a MacBook that I opened last week Um, it went down like a sack of shit not gonna lie Um, (laughs) but yeah Uh, sport, 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 sport. That's my life now.
2: I think you would have been proud of me um, at the weekend because uh, I was at my boyfriend's family's house and they're all really into the rugby. And obviously I'm not particularly bothered. And I think there's quite a big game and they were like, oh, look, we'll get you another chair. Come and watch. I went, no, do you know what? It's okay. It's okay. I'm just going to sit at the table and read the papers. So the game was on in the room and they all sat round, and I just sat at the other side of the room reading the papers. So uh, I love I thought, that you didn't
0: leave the room, though.
2: <laughs> no, I can't leave the room. I thought that's really antisocial. I'll be sitting on my own. So I'll just, uh, I'll just passively avoid it.
1: Don't, don't worry, Matt. I'll, I'll avoid any questions related to the rugby in the weekend. So you're not at a disadvantage there. Uh,
2: so, Dylan, I imagine there's a lot of sporting news that we've missed in the last week. So do fill us in.
1: Yeah, there was a lot of sport going on over the weekend, but no sort of major news stories, really. I guess the biggest thing is that the crowds returned to football, which um, is a big, you know, stepping stone to normality, I suppose, but only in the Tier 2 places, though. So I think only, I think maybe six of the Premier League matches were allowed crowds in. Okay.
2: And how did they allow, because they were only allowed a certain amount, so was it just first come, first serve, is it, or is it season ticket holders or something?
1: Well, I think most clubs maybe did a slightly different process, but most of them... Uh, did a ballot for most of the season ticket holders. So basically all the season ticket holders, they draw names out of a hat and uh, those 2,000 people went. But once you're in and you go to that game, you're not allowed to go to the next ones until all the season ticket holders have been right. done. That's, that's that, generally the way it's
0: I'm just happy that finally all these footballers can experience what I experience at almost every gig I play, with it being <laughs> only a quarter full. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Turns out and- I've been socially distancing on my tours for years. <laughs> uh, d- did you see the Millwall fans? They booed the Black Lives Matter taking the knee.
2: Yeah. What and I mean,
1: what,
2: it's just can you not just let them have them? What you know? What's their sort of justification for this? Because they're obviously not going. Oh, it's because we're racist. So what's their? I don't know. I mean, it's,
1: it's typical, really, that you know it's meant to be a positive thing that crowds are left back in, and you can only choose two thousand people, and you know, a, quite a, it wasn't just one or two people. Quite a large proportion of that two thousand in Millwall decide to. You know, make a a stand against a pretty good cause. So, yeah, that's probably the the most negative news story of the weekend.
2: Can I ask a question about Millwall? Um, which might be a bit risky, considering I'll probably get hate mail or something. But are they notoriously quite um quite an aggie team, quite a rough team in that like?
1: <laughs> yeah, you're right, and I think aggie is probably the nicest. Compliment they've ever heard.
2: Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to think of a <laughs> diplomatic way of phrasing it. But um, yeah, they,
1: they, they are yeah. probably the, the team that's most associated with crowd trouble and violence and racism and all that kind of stuff. For some reason, why do they like it? I don't
0: really understand with this. Why? Why is that such a big part of that crowd's experience
1: of the game? Yeah, I mean, I've got no idea. But uh, some people, maybe they don't actually care that much about football. They just want an mm. outlet to, you know, be violent and put you know give their hatred out there. But you know, It's, very it's like a
2: tribalism type thing. They're like, oh, we'll all meet here and just fight. How weird that they've picked
0: football. Like, really, they could have picked anything. Like, they could have all decided that they love Les Mis and gone and done that there. <laughs> yeah, but or, what are they was-
2: going to get angry about at <laughs> Les Mis? They need an outlet. Well,
0: Jean Valjean being in prison for 19 years.
1: Well... But anyway so the the worst thing for Millwall was that they got publicly condemned by wayne rooney oh so rooney was the manager of derby county who millwall were playing the game so th- there was a relevance to him but you know it gets to something when rooney is the one that's publicly condemning you for doing how
0: did game. he condemn them did he say on instagram it's dot 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 dot
1: dot 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 <laughs> millwall <laughs> no, that would be good. he's not that clever though i don't think um uh, but the other Sort of football news. Uh, Leicester scored a last-minute winner, so let's oh, get the Le- let's take the Leicester box now. Go on uh, re- Leicester. <laughs> so, the, d- any guesses who scored the last-minute winner? Gary Engelbert, Lineker. I have, I <laughs> okay, um, so it, it was uh, Jamie Vardy. of
2: Course, it was Jamie Vardy. And the so only, Jamie Vardy.
1: And uh, is the reason also, I bring it so up is he a up? good player, yeah.
0: or is he just like yeah, a good local good. boy that done good kind of thing?
1: No, he's really good.
0: Okay, I'm just. I, I mean, like I know nothing about
1: it. I think Jamie Vardy's story is going to be a best-selling movie in years to come because you're really? right. He was non-league. He was shit for many years, and then he climbed the ranks and he got you know up to the Premier League with Leicester and he became you know he won the league. He played for England, became the top goal scorer in England, and then you add in his misses and Rooney's misses as a backstory. Yes, that's, that's got a Hollywood movie written all over it.
2: Really has actually, it's something for everyone in that. I'd watch that, and also some great back shots of Leicester. Hopefully, imagine
1: that's that, that famous skyline.
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So and, uh, I'm excited. He, he,
1: he seems to be a little bit of a toe rag, uh, Vardy. Not that I I know him too well, but uh, so the reason I mentioned the last minute winner is because he was so excited, he slid in the corner as they do to celebrate, but he basically kicked the corner flag and smashed it a bit.
2: I mean, this is the man, man, right, that coined the phrase, chat shit, get banged.
1: (laughs) That is him. Yeah, that's him. Did you know that, Matt? Did he coin that phrase or did he just sort of
0: like really take it for his own? Well,
2: yeah, I think, I don't know. I just associate chat shit, get banged with Jamie Vardy. That's like,
0: do you remember, like, do do you have younger siblings, both of you? No.
2: No, I'm the youngest.
0: Okay. Well, my little brother used to come home from school when he went to secondary school being like, you want to hear this uh, this joke we all invented, and then it's always <laughs> something that you said at secondary school. Yeah. I think Jamie Vardy's a bit like that with chat shit get banged. He's like, well, I I invented this phrase. We're like, I think people were saying chat shit get banged anyway, weren't they, Jamie? Oh. You've just you're just a, you just think it's your generation. He's
2: given it mm-hmm. some real ownership, hasn't he? I don't know. I don't know how you hijack a phrase. I, I bet. It.
0: I bet he's copyrighted it.
2: Maybe. I mean, Club, why yeah.
0: wouldn't
1: you copyright that?
0: <laughs> it's like in the way that Mo Farah thinks that putting your hands on your head is his thing, that only he yeah. does.
1: The MoBot. What's the Sky One programme with James Corden as the host? Football One. Uh, uh, a, league the, a, a League of Their, league of their own. own. Yeah, A
0: League of Their Own. So, um, yeah, but Mo- if we're, we're going to list TV shows that have said I'm not allowed on them, let's go for it. Come on. <laughs> a League of Their Own.
2: <laughs> why? Why are you not allowed on it? What have you done? What have you done, Matt? What
0: haven't? Well, it's more what I haven't done to be at a point where they'll book me.
2: Oh, okay.
1: But th- that's the origin of the Mobot. Uh, Mo Farah was on it just before London 2012, and James Corden is really? trying to say, "Okay, we're going to give you because you know Usain Bolt does that kind of um, like celebration." What is that? Yeah, that thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, they were trying to get Mo to do something similar, and Corden came up with the Mobot on that show. Then Mo Farah did it and then that's his thing from then on.
0: God, you've got so much knowledge about these things. I'm really impressed you just knew that.
1: We'll uh, move on to more boxing news. So we had some boxing news last week about a farcical exhibition fight, but there's another one this time, but it hasn't happened yet, so you may have seen the news for this. It's got announced that Floyd Mayweather is fighting Logan Paul. Now, do you know who either of these people are?
2: I know who Floyd Mayweather is. Logan Paul rings a bell. Is he an actor?
1: No, he's a YouTuber. Him and his brother Jake Paul
0: are, I would say safely, two of the worst human beings ever born. <laughs> um, but they've got this weird thing these YouTubers where it almost feels like a mon- like to make money because they can't do anything. They can't sell tickets to for, to have people come and watch them do nothing. So they've all gotten into boxing. KSI, the English YouTuber who's actually seems quite cool, he fought Logan Paul, didn't he? Yeah, he did. Yeah, twice. And then now Logan Paul, this classic thing. um, Privileged young white man gets given loads of money, thinks he can do anything, has decided to box Floyd Mayweather.
2: I mean, he's absolutely not going to win that. Obviously not. No way. Well,
0: Floyd Mayweather is past his prime, though, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he is. But he's still regarded as, you know, probably the best out there um he's so yeah floyd mayweather is unbeaten in boxing uh he then fought conor mcgregor do you know conor mcgregor the UFC? yeah yeah I, I, that. I watched that
2: yeah that was yeah. a bit of a that was what happened a a show
1: wasn't it yeah Ma- Ma- mayweather won quite easily um but he pocketed a casual 230 million dollars for that sorry how much 230 million dollars how, how how is there that much money to pocket Pay per view, isn't it? Yeah, I'm I'm not sure if this is factually correct, but it was definitely one of the biggest. Yeah, one of the biggest pay per view. Two hundred
0: thirty million. I would box Floyd Mayweather.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: So
2: I wonder how much is this Logan getting for it? Do we know?
1: Yeah, it's um, it hasn't been mentioned yet. Uh, Obviously, I think that's still to come. But um, I was trying to look into that. But uh, Mayweather also then fought a Japanese kickboxer last year. Uh, for $9 million. He beat the guy in 140 seconds. The guy was a bit of a joke. Do you know what Floyd Mayweather's nickname is? You know, boxers all, always have cool nicknames, something. Yeah. Uh, no, I forgot. It's it's quite apt based on what the two hundred thirty million. Is Floyd Money Mayweather? Oh yeah, oh, I read okay, an amazing
0: yeah. thing about him recently that because he always is going around like dressed like a piece of designer luggage, isn't he? He's always got like loads of logos on him and things, yeah. and always carries around like wads of hundred dollar bills. I read this thing that apparently it's only the top and the bottom that are hundred dollar bills, and the rest are one dollar. <laughs> And it's because he's worried about being mugged for it. Oh, well that's dude. ridiculous
2: because that's not going to stop him getting mugged because that's still giving the impression he's got hundreds of dollars of bills. So no one would know that. So he's not really thought that through, has he? That's
1: And, and he's a boxer.
2: Yeah, that's
0: ultimately who's going to mug Floyd Mayweather.
2: (laughs) So, for Floyd Mayweather, you know, because there's got to be a point, he doesn't need the money anymore, but obviously he loves the money. That's his thing. So, but I don't know. Does it start to make boxing a little less credible that it'll just take on anyone, or is he just like, oh, does he want to prove I can literally box and beat anyone?
1: Well, first of all, for Mayweather, he retired many years ago saying, I've got to 50, Uh, I'm unbeaten, I've beaten everybody. Is he no, 50 sorry. Years old? No, no, sorry. Fifty fights. Oh,
2: okay. Yeah, yeah. So say.
1: fifty unbeaten fights. I <laughs> right. think he's. 40, I think he's like forty-three-ish, um, and he retired basically saying, "I'm not. You know, I'm not going to do any more." But then McG- McGregor called him out, and he got offered two hundred thirty million. You think, well, actually, for one fight, why the hell not? So if he keeps being mm. offered these ridiculous fees, then why not? But you're right. It does totally devalue boxing. And a lot of the purists in the boxing world think it's an absolute farce and it's a bit of a circus that it's being turned into.
0: Yeah, I mean, it does It, it does sort of make the sport look stupid that you're letting anyone fl- fight the greatest fighter of all time.
2: Yeah, like a, and a YouTuber as well. I mean, yeah. has, he, has he literally just started boxing from nowhere? Has he always boxed or something? No, no, it's just,
0: just literally, I think, a way for them to make money. Like, it's quite a cynical... reason they've done it it's it it feels a bit icky i mean i say it's a sport where they literally beat each other to a pulp and people don't remember their own names so you know but it it
2: could be good for you matt because what you'll probably see is floyd mayweather knocking this guy out which might be quite satisfying so for you
0: Uh, absolutely (laughs) if you're not a fan i really i was really worried then you're like well this might be good for you because obviously you know comedy's not really working anymore so maybe
2: (laughs) you should do boxing maybe you
0: should just get beaten up by floyd mayweather (laughs) for money (laughs)
2: <laughs> 230 million I'd be in the ring so, I, I,
0: I wouldn't even throw a punch for that money I would let him kick me to death <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh, yeah so that's the boxing uh, also following up from a Formula 1 story from last week there's another story in the Formula 1 this week where um, so Lewis Hamilton was out of the Grand Prix with Covid so he was tested positive for Covid so he missed the Grand Prix yeah so um, first one to have missed one Um so What Mercedes did was they basically took one of the drivers from one of the shitter teams and stuck him in Lewis Hamilton's car and said, off you go, have a go. And Uh, how did
2: he do? Tell me he was brilliant. Tell me he was absolutely brilliant.
1: Well, he only had two days to prepare and he's five inches taller than Lewis Hamilton. So these cars are built and molded to fit the shape of the driver. So, you know, that's going to be tricky Mm -hmm. to begin with, but he actually did very well. Uh, he was, you know, he was leading the race, he was going to win, and then the mechanics basically messed up and put the wrong tyres on his car during the pit stop. So that what? demoted him to fifth. What? Yes. a
2: <laughs> Real error? What, like, got the ones from Ferrari or something? Oh, sorry, just got the wrong tyres. <sighs> yeah, tires.
1: I, I think, I think it, the tyres the were meant to be for the other driver.
2: That's really cool, though, that he was leading, because he obviously, it's not like he started way back. Could he, he start in Lewis's position? He, oh, no way, he had to qualify.
1: Yeah, so he qualified well. He started in second, I think. Um, wow. Yeah, so he did really well. Basically, it just goes to show the importance of the car because he'll mm-hmm. now go back to his old car and he'll be battling for, like, 17th position every single week.
2: Doesn't that, doesn't that show Lewis Hamilton up a bit? That it's like, oh, it is just the car a lot do, of the time. Do you think
0: that's why they put the wrong tires on it? Because all of a sudden, like Lewis yes. was going to feel a bit bad about himself. He yeah, was a bit go. too good. So, my I mean. I think it probably is a conspiracy because Lewis Hamilton is like the greatest ever, pretty much, isn't he?
2: Well, most most wins. I don't think. I think many only because I know what my brother's like. Many F one purists wouldn't say he was. They'd say like Senna was the greatest ever.
0: Okay, but, but like, do you
2: remember but when, I think he's had the most wins now, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: it's like when it's like when Ant and Deck. Like when Ant took some time off, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, they can't do it not together." And then Holly Willoughby came in, and everyone was like, "Oh, like it's fine." Like, it's yeah. not some magic
1: formula. They're just, I love, right. I love your comparisons, forever bringing sport and comparing it to pop culture.
0: Well, Especially in like TV. To understand. <laughs> yeah, any, uh, if, if anyone who works for ITV1's listening, I'm incredibly on brand. Please, can you employ me again? That would be lovely.
1: So do, oh, do we think dear. you know you know with uh, mechanics often wear like lots of protective clothing and uh, you'd assume the Hamilton with covid he would have to wear a mask. Or do we think that maybe he was like you know in disguise in the garage and he was the one that sneakily <laughs> changed the tires?
2: I think that's very plausible. It's like an episode of Scooby Doo. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> so it was actually Hamilton that uh, you know Yeah. Messed up. That's a great.
2: That's a great conspiracy theory, Dylan, and I am backing it.
1: <laughs> I'm all. I'm all here for it. <laughs> so uh, yeah, good on George Russell. You know, I think he's he's tipped to become the next star. So you know, in the next few years, once Lewis Hamilton maybe, um you know, retires or whatever, or moves on. Is, then is
2: he a, a British driver, or do you say George? Yeah, he's a
1: Brit. Yeah, Ooh. George Russell. Yeah, so exciting. Uh, and then the, the newest news story of the week that we came in last night that you may have seen because it appeared on the mainstream news is that um, some of the new sports have been announced for the Olympics in 2024. Ooh. So did you see this new story? No,
2: I, I I saw one of the sports, which I'm particularly excited about, but what, not, please, the, not the others.
1: Please inform me. Uh, well, so the others were surfing, skateboarding and climbing. So they're actually going to be in the Tokyo Olympics in 2021. Sorry, uh, there are a, of, are a load of 12-year-old boys currently in charge <laughs> of picking the sports for the Olympics.
2: <laughs> Where are they going to do surfing in Tokyo?
1: I mean, uh, they've had years to prepare. They, they've either built something ready made for it or
2: I like guess. one of those wave machines. I used to have one at my local swimming centre. They could use one of those maybe that could work.
1: <laughs> yeah, just in a swimming pool at the wave machine. Um they but can be terrifying. So the the new one for twenty twenty four is gonna be breakdancing.
2: <laughs> this <laughs> is so brilliant. Sorry
1: what? <laughs> yeah. Yeah you heard break dancing.
2: So at the moment, is there any kind of league for breakdancing as it is?
1: A league?
2: (laughs) I don't know. Or like, uh, you know, if you're good at breakdancing, can you you like enter? Yeah. I don't know.
0: Britain's Britain's Got Talent. That's (laughs) that's literally it at the moment. Imagine that. The only people that, well, we've won a gold medal and Britain's Got Talent.
2: That's quite something. God, if you're a breakdancer, this is huge. I mean, we're all a breakdancer. We've all had a go, right? So I think this, I feel like this opens up the field a little bit. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> Matt, you, you must have had a go at a wedding. Come on, what, what's a been your best break dancing? Moves? Well,
0: you know, I would have a go at a wedding, but I'm actually keeping my amateur status um, in the hope of entering the Olympics. And a wedding would technically be a professional gig, so <laughs> um, I'm not doing. It. I'm just really chuffed because um, I think we can all agree the Olympics does need more diversity. Hey, oh, here we go. Clever,
2: <laughs> clever. That's nice so me. I don't say anything
0: else for the podcast. That's me done. So-
2: could diversity, um, I mean, they're more than break dancers, aren't they? But could they enter or, or no, because they are already professional? Is that what you're saying? Do you have to be amateur status? Yeah, I mean, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, in the Olympics, you have to be amateurs. Yeah, you can't be. Oh.
2: Yeah.
1: This is fascinating because I guess this is the first time, because I
0: would say it's an art form, not a sport.
2: But, but you say that I'm going to watch it. 100%. I mean, that is literally going to be the. They're just jazzing up the Olymp- Olympics, and I am for that because I'll be honest. You know, I watch, yeah, I watch a bit of Usain Bolt, the hundred meters, but I'm not that interested. But break dancing, uh, yes. The exciting thing about breakdancing dancing is obviously not just watching it will be good, but imagine like the outfits and like the music. It's going to really spice it up.
0: I think rather than adding sports, it should be a one in one out policy. So you're like, right, this year, break dancing's in, but sorry, hurdles. You don't. Yeah. You're done. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> I wonder yeah. what, that, this really opens it up, though. You know, what could they add next? There's, there's into, always, in each sport, you know, there's
0: always, like, a big um, campaign, isn't there, for a lot of sports to get into the Olympics. Like, there was a massive controversy, I think, when snowboarding finally got added because it was seen as, like, a youth sport and not a real thing. So,
2: But that is something that I actually sat and watched. Because yeah, that's amazing. The to snowboarding's
0: watch. phenomenal. But, like, yeah. there's even things like. Um- Frisbee wants to be part of the Olympics <laughs> and like all these like weird little niche things. And I think, you know what? Just let those in and get rid of exactly. the old sports. It's,
2: it's a bit stuffy. Who really wants to sit and watch? Oh, just, I mean, let's be honest, people running around a track, bit boring. So we've seen until we get near the end line. Yeah, exactly. Let's, I am all for every, this.
0: I think every year it should be just the weird things. So like
1: the winner of the hacky sack kicking competition
2: <laughs>
0: and
1: stuff yeah, like that.
2: Yes, I like that.
1: Bombus. big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombus.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. So yep. the last story we have is a bit of a silly one, bit of a funny one. I, I sent this around to you so you may have seen it. Um, a jockey called O'Sheen Murphy, Irish jockey, got banned for three months for testing positive for cocaine.
2: Oh, yes.
1: I did see this.
2: Yeah, yeah, naughty.
1: I did see this. You know what?
0: One of my opinions about this is I think the jockeys should be able to take whatever drugs they want. It's the horses that you need to test. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> like if, I don't, if if you go to the races and the horse all of a sudden is coming out of the loo in a pair,
1: then you're like, hang on, where's he been?
2: <laughs> but I think what was quite funny about this story is his defence, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, he claimed he never took it, but he... Basically, slept with a girl the night before who was a frequent, occasional user of uh, cocaine, and uh, he uh, he some, somehow—I don't know how—but he somehow got it in his system. Well, it's not
2: COVID. It's not. You <laughs> don't catch it by like kissing someone. I mean, you've got to come up with better than that. Look,
1: I
0: mean, say
2: she put it in his drink or something. Don't. I don't know.
0: You you know what it's like. You're on a one night stand. You go home. You're a bit drunk. You stick your tongue in her nostril. <laughs> it's such a bullshit excuse isn't it it's like oh well you know I was I was I was around or near it and I just looked down just I still look really close at it to make sure
2: yeah I just gave it a little sniff to check what it was to see if it was <laughs> you know flower or something okay no I
0: just I think it's flour but I really want to start a business with everybody <laughs> it's it's just Look, he should also, like, he's a jockey, like, he, he seems like quite a cool guy when I've seen him do interviews, like, he should just go, yeah, you know what, I had a great evening, and I'm going to take <laughs> the band.
2: Well, he's already thrown in there that he slept with a girl. He didn't have to add that, did he? He could be like, oh, I was hanging know. around with a girl, but he was like, oh, I was with a lady, slept with a girl, didn't I, lad? So he's already <laughs> setting himself up.
0: Sorry, guys, I didn't realise being a
1: legend was a banned substance. <laughs> <laughs> I tell, he, he, that guy is going to be a legend though in 20 years time that story is going to be legendary when the truth comes out it's always mm. a bit
0: like you know whenever like a Tory politician um, gets in trouble for something and they were like oh. um, yes so I was I was I was actually helping a young gentleman um, to change a tyre and all of a sudden his um, penis and balls fell into my mouth <laughs> and um, a gift mask that was in the back of his car and then it ended up on my head and um, I understand how it looks like it's just like it's such yeah but also like we all know what happened why isn't he just going yeah I got caught out like why is there all this bloody song yeah. dance and they don't ever tell the truth in sport like it's it's ridiculous it doesn't really do it. they
2: do they think that by being a bit they've got a responsibility they're like oh no 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 I have to make out that I absolutely was not compliant with Joe's because is he hoping that I like what kind of band did he get
1: Only three months. Yeah, only three months. I guess if he would have admitted it, he would have gone much longer. So I guess that's that's the trade-off. Yeah, I don't see see the problem. I don't see the problem in jockeys taking recreational drugs. Look, I mean, the thing is, like,
0: I as as someone that I mean, you know, doesn't know, but like when you leave say when you leave Glastonbury on a Monday morning and you look around at everyone who's been taking drugs all weekend, that (laughs) is not a performance enhancer, is it? Like, (laughs) it's going to make you worse. Yeah, Yeah. hundred. you know what? Like, they should let them all, they should be like, we encourage you to because it'll even the playing field a bit more.
1: Yeah, more for you. Like,
0: Usain Bolt, you've got to go out on a bender so everyone else has got a chance. Why am I not in charge of all sport? That's all I'm learning (coughs) on this podcast is I've got the best ideas and they should employ me more. You're ready. I'm ready. I've got a number. Let's get them all fucked.
2: Okay, well we're fully informed of what's been going on over the last week now. Let's hope that this guy's in a little bit of a calmer mood this week because it's time for our very dear friend Jargon Klopp.
0: Hello Spot Virgins, Jargon Klopp here. This week's spotting jargon is Golden Goal. So
2: that was Golden Goal? Correct. Golden goal? Oh, I know what it is. On, yeah, then. I think I know what it is. Yeah, golden goal is when you're the game's ended, but you it's at a draw and the next whoever scores the next goal wins, right? Is that right?
1: That's correct, yeah. So it's also also oh, known as sudden death. That's oh, much yeah. more fun. Sudden death. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh
1: yeah, so I mean actually football, is, is it more fun
0: or does it sound like Derma O'Leary's gonna announce it?
1: <laughs> Lock- no, they used to call it lockdown, didn't they? Um oh, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah on yeah.
2: X Factor, lockdown.
1: It's yeah, time okay. for a lockdown. Uh, so, yeah, so go- golden goal um, in football, most of the time, if it's a draw, it goes to extra time, which means you play an extra 20 minutes or 30 minutes, ho- however long, and then whoever's winning at the end of that is the winner so in normal extra time if you score a goal the game continues for that fixed period of time and then if it's a draw after that it goes to a penalty shootout um but golden goal they trialed it in football a little bit but they do it in other sports whereby rather than the extra time of a fixed period of time, whoever scores the first goal in that extra period wins, basically. It's a lot more exciting,
2: isn't it? I mean, it's tense. You kind of, If, if you're not supporting either teams, it's fun to watch, but otherwise it's quite stressful. Is that what happened at the weekend with the rugby? Was that golden goal? Oh,
1: I thought you weren't watching, Amy.
2: I wasn't watching, but yeah. there was a lot of
1: hysteria and
2: shouting and like, uh, and tension. So I'm, I'm just it guessing. Wouldn't,
0: it wouldn't be the golden goal, Amy, because in rugby they don't score goals. Uh, if oh, I'd yeah, the anything. golden
2: try or the golden, I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't really work with rugby, doesn't it? Anyway. Um, I, think,
1: I think it was actually called a sudden death, and it, it, it is what happened in the rugby. Um, England, France, oh. and Owen Farrell missed a kick. That would have been the... The golden kick, I suppose, that yeah. any match. But then eventually he did kick one to to win the game. So yeah, and he won the oh, Autumn right. Nations Cup on the weekend f- using the the sudden death, which doesn't often happen in rugby. But it's it's a lot more exciting. But football in the major tournaments, they've actually got rid of it. So they had it for a while, but they got rid of it and they've gone back to extra time and penalties. I'm not sure why. Why? Yeah, I mean nobody wants extra time. I mean it's either sudden death or go straight to penalties. At least penalties is exciting. It's a bit more of a lottery, but unless yeah, it's yeah, England
2: yeah. playing, because that's never very favourable for us. Let's be honest.
1: No, I mean, as as a Welshman, I find it hilarious when England run the penalty shootouts because, oh, of course, invariably they're doomed to fail.
0: Oh, <laughs> so it's 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 annoying, isn't it? Bloody like, on, Dylan. I love. <laughs> I, we 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 just. I mean. This is something that I've heard someone else say, and I'm just going to repeat it like I know about football, but we really crumble when it comes to penalties, don't we?
2: <laughs> oh, you sounded so knowledgeable. <laughs> I? Though, did I? that sound... Yeah, did yeah. That yeah. yeah you really yeah. knew oh, what you were talking about. Yeah. That
1: felt amazing. I can't lie. Um, but England, though, in the last World Cup in Russia, they kind of exercised their demons a bit because they beat Colombia in the... I think it was the quarterfinal or the one before that. Um, they won a penalty shootout, so it was a big sort of turning point for England. That finally, a big game in a big tournament, they actually won a penalty shootout. So maybe in the next tournament, you know, they won't have that baggage anymore. But we'll see. You know what?
0: It's it's a, it's a shame to hear that Colombia are having a bad time in football when they're clearly having such a lovely time in horse racing.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Okay, so thank you, Jargon. So that's the golden goal. Hopefully you've learned something there. And hopefully we'll see some exciting golden goal or sudden deaths in sport over the next few weeks. Um, So we'll move on to the quiz. So good old quiz, Akabusi. Um, The scores Uh from last week were 38-34 to Amy. So Matt... Amy has mm. taken a, bit a bit to lead
0: here. It's, it's starting to feel
1: like it, she's
0: creeping away from me a little bit. It's not all to play for anymore. I've got to have like a couple of absolute stonkers, and she's got to have a couple of nightmares.
2: You need some golden goals. That's what you need. I, mean,
0: I need some golden goals.
2: You do. Uh,
1: don't worry. Right. I've avoided some rugby questions in this one, so Matt, this is your time to shine. Lovely. Okay, are we ready? Yes. yes. Question number one: What country is Michael Schumacher from? Okay, Matt. Is he German? Amy. Germany. Correct.
0: Oh, ho, 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 yes.
1: Good start. Question number two. Who has won the most football World Cups? I'll give you a clue. It's not Wales. <laughs> oh, sorry. Oh. Hang on. Let me just...
2: <laughs> Delete. <laughs> Delete your answer. Rub it out. Okay, Amy. Italy.
1: Matt. Brazil. Brazil. The answer is Brazil.
2: Damn it! That was a very good one. <laughs>
1: really? Well done, oh Matt. my god! I'm so excited. Okay, so question number three: Which team plays the song "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" before a game? And this is not a true question. Who's what? The "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles." What's that song?
2: I know. I don't know why I know this, but I think there was. Do, do you not I know, I know the
1: it? "I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles" song? I'm Forever Blowing Bubbles. Actually i'm taking like a real stab in the dark go on then take your guess
0: tottenham okay amy
2: i think i know this i've never heard the song before and the only reason i know it is thanks to david brent in the office but it's west ham is it
1: correct it is west <laughs> ham <laughs> do, you, do you remember what the joke was that brent just did
2: yeah oh i'm forever blowing bubbles what was it um
1: was it something along the lines of what team does michael jackson support
2: yeah, something like that. And the like
1: answer was West Ham, because he said I'm for, forever for blown bubbles. bubbles. that's it. Yeah, yeah something like it. that, yeah. Disgusting. Uh, so, yes, uh, the answer to that question is West Ham. So, well done, Amy. Point Woo-hoo. for you there. Uh Question number four. Whose nickname is Psycho?
2: Oh, I know this.
0: Hmm.
1: I'll, uh, I'll give you a clue. He also took a penalty in Euro 96 before Gareth Southgate. Damn it, Gareth Southgate was my answer. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> he's just your standard answer
1: okay so matt is this a
0: total guess for you i guess gareth southgate because he was literally the only person i could think of
1: <laughs> okay amy
2: Stuart pierce
1: correct Stuart pierce is known as psycho yeah what, why just because he was a bit of a hard nut and he's a bit of a psychopath on the pitch he used to clatter people he used to get very veiny
2: nut. didn't he and like come yeah, on and like yeah very
1: angry yeah do so, you know <laughs> the, the the best nickname in football is There's a guy that played for multiple clubs. I think he may have played for Portsmouth. He was called Fitz Hall, as in Fitz Hall was his name. Hmm. And his nickname was One Size... <laughs> oh,
0: nice. You know what? Like, so, my dad just nice. played football uh, for Wantage, uh, a little village team uh, for fun. And they all had amazing nicknames. There was a guy that played for them that was called 007.5 um, <laughs> because he was called Roger Moore and he had a limp and a walking stick. So.
1: <laughs> oh.
2: <laughs>
1: Maybe I'll add in a few more football or sporting uh, nicknames. Please, football nicknames. I Big yeah, fan. I like
2: that. I like that. I like that. 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 Okay.
1: So, question number five uh, What sport did Kobe Bryant play? Uh, um, Amy Basketball Matt Basketball Correct Yes Question number six Where is Ellen Road I
0: thought you were going to ask Where is Ellen DeGeneres
2: I, I did as well Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Liverpool
1: uh, Matt I've also written Liverpool oh, No it's Leeds Oh, oh.
2: I knew it oh, I knew it was a northern town
1: So question number seven What sport Did Rebecca Adlington play this is a trick question, the way you've worded this, because it she is.
0: played swimming.
1: Mm. She did play swimming. Uh, Amy, did you get that? I did know
2: she played some swimming, yeah.
1: Okay. <laughs> well done. Trip <laughs> us <laughs> up, you naughty boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, question number eight. Um, what's the name of the object that they hit over the net in badminton? Now, if you get this one wrong, you should have a, a two-game ban or a three-month ban. Do, do you know it? Yeah. yeah. Matt? Shuttlecock. Amy, it is a shuttlecock. Okay, bit of an easy one that one, but I wasn't quite sure after your performances in the last few weeks. Yeah, I thought maybe you never gone either way. <laughs> uh, okay, question number nine: Who is George Foreman? Again, I know this for the
2: wrong reasons.
1: oh God, really grilling us, aren't you?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, that took about eight seconds too long for me to do that.
1: <laughs> Uh, okay so uh, Go on then Who is he?
2: He's a boxer But he makes grills That's what he's really known for yeah.
1: He was a boxer Yeah but like Was he a really good boxer? He was a really good boxer So he fought You know Muhammad Ali Oh Wow in uh, the Rumble in the Jungle, and he was one of the best around. um wow. But then again, similar to a lot of the other ones we just spoke about, he made a comeback when he was well too old and too fat, and he was a bit shit.
0: How is he uh, fat um,
1: when
2: he made that grill? Thought <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that was meant to be like to cook healthier.
1: Lean mean fat
0: fat reducing machine, or whatever he
1: called yeah. it. Yeah, mm. lean mean fighting machine. Yeah, uh, cracking oh. grills to be fair.
2: I wonder he's if he minds really- that his legacy is now for a grill I instead think he's of-
0: made so much money from them he wouldn't care mm,
2: that's true and you look
0: you, know, you look back at Muhammad Ali no one respects him anymore because his pots and pans never did anything did they?
1: <laughs> do they still exist the George Warman grills?
0: are they still yeah. the thing that you can it's buy in like John Lewis. I was watching um a a Channel 5 thing and they sponsored something that I watched the other day and I was like oh my god people still use those
2: I don't know what they do but I know of them so that's good marketing
0: I think it's one of those things you buy it you use it for about a month and then it lives in your cupboard next to the toasty maker yes yeah exactly
2: exactly. and the ice cream maker and the bread yeah yeah yeah
1: yeah. Yeah, and the little crack machine
2: Oh, oh that's very swanky
1: Okay, so question number ten. You both do very well so far on this quiz. Actually, you know, after the last few weeks, yeah. I decided to make it a bit easier. But you know, maybe we'll go back to a bit more harder next week.
0: Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365 day returns.
1: So last question, question number 10, what is curling? I mean, it's difficult to do a right or wrong answer here really, but I just want a comprehensive description of what curling is. So curling, you throw a stone—not
0: throw—you kind of push a stone on ice, uh, and you try and get it into the center of a target by using rubber brooms and sweeping it to uh, give it less uh, resistance and friction on the ice to get it to where it needs to go.
1: Amy, do you agree, or do you do you think it's, it's something a, else?
2: Well, my description was just some wallys on ice with broomsticks, but that was far <laughs> more—that was far more accurate. But yeah, same thing really.
1: Yeah, so curling, exactly that. Yeah, they push it. Uh, do you know what the stone's made out of? Is it, is it marble? No, close. It's uh, granite. granite. Yeah, yeah, it looks it nice. Went, yeah.
0: but you know what? Whenever I watch it, I go, that'd make a lovely worktop. Yeah, exactly. I just
2: wonder who came up with it, the idea. It just doesn't... It's, it's I quite just bizarre. Wonder,
0: I just wonder how it's taken breakdancing so long to get into the Olympics when <laughs> that has been in it for ages.
1: And depressingly, we do quite well in curling, don't we? Yeah, we do. Mainly Scotland. Scottish people yeah. so you know they count as as GB obviously it's mm-hmm. a strange one isn't it it's kind of like where it originated it was probably from some kitchen fitters on a cold day <laughs> had some sp- spare granite <laughs> sad an
2: idea give it reckon, a go
0: how do they how do you get into the England team do they just do you reckon the Great Britain team do you reckon they just go round someone's house they're like Janet this place is immaculate <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what you'd be good at. Do you remember that show, The Jump, you know, the um, the skiing yeah. show? Yeah. It was really dangerous and people nearly died. They should yeah. have just put curling in just to, like, take it down yeah. a couple of knots. That would have been quite
2: funny. I would like to see... Um, Celebrity curling? Yeah, Wayne Lineker curling. That is something I would like to see.
1: <laughs> oh, we're back to Wayne Lineker.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> All sports are better with Wayne Lineker.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Gary could commentate. It's a win-win.
0: What I do like about it as well, though, is it's not like in other sports where, you know, footballers are past their prime in their mid 30s. Like, you don't get to your mid curling prime until you're uh, 55 and called Sue. Like, it's when you look yeah. at the curling teams, it's sort of all lovely <laughs> WI members.
1: Yeah, it's all old ginger Scottish. Is women. it?
0: Yeah, is it is. It's it women. Like,
2: <laughs> I thought I always feel like it's furious men. Like, I feel like I've not seen many women do it.
0: Well, maybe, you know what? You know, maybe you've, you're you the person that, you know, you're, you're the person that drives the Zamboni after ice skating. One day it's broken. You've still got to clean the ice and you get out there and you go, hang on a second. Yeah. I am brilliant at this manually. Yeah. Zamboni. Now, there, there's a term, Matt. Zamboni. How did they're, you they're, know what
2: that is? I, I mean, guessed what it is. The thing that cleans the ice, right? Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. The big machine that goes around and cleans the ice. The only
1: reason I know that is
0: because I've lived in an ice rink for 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, so successful Quiz Akapusi for both of you there. Um, you both did very well. Amy got eight, and Matt, you got seven.
2: Hey! So, oh, oh it's got ahead. close again, though. It's got close. You're no, you're,
1: you're inching away from me still. You're one um, more away. That's what I do. Cre- creeping away. So the total scores are now 46-41. Nice.
2: Happy with that? So,
1: so you know, you know 41, The two youngest people on the British curling team <laughs> <laughs> Yeah You know we gave uh, Amy a task last week To do a nutmeg I think and, and video it I think the task for Matt should be to Take something onto the ice rink And, uh, and m- mock up some curling
2: That is cool. a great I'm idea
1: Absolutely going to do that this week <laughs> and, and you get a bonus point for that So just to get you back do on I track idea. I'm yeah. still
2: going to try my nutmeg I'm going to try harder I promise I promise Okay, well, that was slightly more successful than last week. And uh, thank you once again, Dylan, for informing us of, um, well, all sorts this week. I, I feel a lot more educated about curling for a start, which you is something what? I didn't know I, much about.
0: When I first said it would be fun to do this podcast, I thought we would just be talking about like rugby and football every week. But every week, it's curling, it's snooker, it's chess. This is joyous for me. And now
2: break dancing as well. And I mean, that got- is an absolute, that's a powerful as well. There are
0: so many stupid sports. <laughs>
2: Just gets ridiculous more Every ridiculous week, by the I week. Go, yeah. Well,
0: sports, sports for idiots, isn't it? So I'm well in. It's almost it.
2: like we're close to starting to watch it, Matt, I think.
0: Yeah, I think we, we should start with the fringe sports. I'll tell you what I did watch this week, and I think we should talk about next week um, competitive tag. Oh, uh, yeah. What?
2: Is that an actual thing? <laughs>
0: It's it's on like Sky Sports Nine and it's amazing.
2: <laughs> it's quite okay.
0: intense, isn't it? It's like it's like gymnastics and running, and every, it's it's phenomenal. The thought we, like of it sh- stresses
2: me out a little bit. Do they have like little ribbons on the back, like at school when you used to have to play tag?
0: No, no, no. no. What do you mean, little ribbons? To like touch them.
2: Yeah, no, at school we used to have, like, ribbons or whatever. I don't know what they were. And you'd hang them out your back of your shorts and then you'd run round and you had to pull the ribbons out. Did you not do that? Oh, my God, what was
0: wrong with no, that at school? That sounds, that sounds like it could go wrong really easily as well, Amy. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, Amy. That's what that's what tag rugby is. But this one, they're, they're calling it tag. When I was a kid, we used to call it touch. We called it tig. Oh, tig. Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I was pretty
2: big, pretty big on the uh, British bulldog scene in the playground. If I'm honest, so really, well, yeah, I really was.
0: The 2038 Olympics, you're going to be there, Amy.
2: Absolutely, I'm championing that. I'd be up for that. I feel like I really got quite good at it as well. <laughs>
1: when when you say pretty big on British bulldogs, yes. you mean you were like small, nimble, nobody could catch you? Yes. Or you yeah. Be like like I'd
2: be at the front. I'd be like, let's have it. Come on, yeah. Yeah, I was well up for it. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah.
0: You are
1: the least let's have it. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, I'm,
2: I'm small and it. angry, Matt. Honestly, I'm perfect <laughs> for it.
1: British Bulldog in my school was brutal. No holds barred. It was like a war zone. Yeah. It was basically an excuse for a fight. Yeah,
0: it, it was such chaos in our school. We didn't call it Bulldog. We called it the Somme. It's
1: a bit dark.
2: Where did you go to Eton or something? Oh, um, let's call yeah, it Somme. I,
0: I did no 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 because you've got to remember the people (laughs) at Eton don't play British Bulldog they send the poor people to fight for them Uh, (laughs) did I go to Eton I mean my parents would be so disappointed with my career if I did (laughs) what
2: are you talking about you're on Sports Virgins with Jog and Klopp you've made it okay guys well good luck on the curling and the nutmegging this week hopefully we'll have um, more to report on that in the next episode what an exciting time ahead for us all Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.
0: And you can follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us.
2: That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please.